Before I go into the sermon tonight, um, there are some announcements. I am going to do them as good as I can. Okay, you will understand when you know me and admin, but it's cool. Announcements for this week. Week of prayer and fasting is kicking off. I want to do this passionately. La passion. The week of prayer and fasting has kicked off, and we are in this time spending time with the Lord, spending time in prayer. We're going to be here all day for seven days until next Sunday morning it's finishing. Please come and spend time in the prayer sessions, in the corporate prayer. We don't know what the Lord's going to do, but He's going to do amazing things. If you don't have time, maybe for the evenings, come and spend time during the day. Maybe you drive past the church and you think, oh, I remember. You're going to remember now. You're going to drive past the church because you're a sales rep, and you're going to drive past and you're going to think, I've got a half an hour, and I'm going to pull into the church, and I'm going to spend some time in God's presence. Right? Not? Okay, cool. Anyway, so yeah, we're going to sleep here, light. We're going to sleep here all week, camp out. So the week of prayer and fasting has kicked off. There's some flyers on your chairs. Then other thing that's happening, there's a, a dis, hmm, disciple to go, uh, open day. Disciple to go, a year-long program aimed at developing more laborers for the harvest field. It facilitates through a discipleship journey and requires serious commitment, serious commitment, as does discipling, making disciples. Um, it is the 27th of January, and to determine whether this could be for you, registration is essential. Cool. So you need to register for that. Awesome. Music Academy registrations. Are you hungry for something new, something exciting? Why not take up a new skill and learn to play a musical instrument like the didgeridoo? Not. Not the didgeridoo. Come on. Okay, anyway, I'm just joking, because yeah, that's one of the instruments I can actually play, the rest I can't. But if you want to try and play a guitar, or start drumming, or piano, or violin, whatever, please, Music Academy, it's awesome. Go and do it. Registration for 2018 is now open. <clears throat> you will find more information and contact details in the link. There's no link on the top. Do you guys know the link? What's the www link? Hmm? Facebook Hatfield Art Center. There we go. Year of your life, 2018. Thank you. Year of your life, 2018. Thank you. Students, join Year of Your Life from across the globe to experience authentic change and church in the world filled with uncertainties. Yeah, so give God this year. If you know of someone, you know someone who knows someone who knows someone. Have you seen those movies? I know someone who knows someone who knows someone. If you're one of those people, get those people to come and join Year of Your Life. Okay, essential. It changes lives. And that's also, that's open. And it starts the 20th of January. Life Training School, LTS, for a unique whole life discipleship experience. Register for the Life Training School, which starts on the 29th of January. There's a lot happening this year, like you can hear. Commitment is essential. You need to do this, people. It's going to be amazing. And then lastly, communion service. Next Sunday night, we will have communion. And um, yeah, so, <clears throat> sorry. Next Sunday night, we'll have communion. Next Sunday morning will be communion. Just so they let you know, you must come and share in the body with everybody else and just have a good time remembering what Jesus did for us. Amen. Cool. Okay, I'm going to start with a sermon. I'm looking forward to this. I had this thing burning on my heart. Can we have a bit more light here, please, at the front? 
I had this, ooh, wow, thanks. How's it? <laughs> cool, thank you. I've had this sermon come into my heart. I felt it like during the holidays. I've had a good holiday. I must be honest with you, being back is amazing, seeing all the familiar faces and not unfamiliar faces. I will get to know you, but all the familiar faces, I did miss everybody, and I would love to catch up with you guys. But in the holidays, I just felt the Lord speak to me um, regarding next year, and I have spoken, hmm? sorry, we're in 2018 already, you see I'm already in 2019, you know, this year is finished, we've done, we can move on, awesome, no, I'm just joking, so God spoke to me about 2018 and moving into this year, and um, I read the book of Joshua, and it's such a cool book, but um, yeah, so he spoke to me some things through the book of Joshua, and I felt to share that with you tonight, but I wanted to combine it with the week of prayer and fasting, so um, yeah, hang on to your seats. This is going to be really cool. Um, you will find all the um, points and everything you need later. If you have a pen and paper with you, you're welcome to take notes. And um, yeah, I'm going to dive straight into it. I've spoken to Pastor Ian and he says it goes well with the theme. So just to come back to Joshua, the book of Joshua. While I was reading it, I realized that there's sometimes, you know, there's so much that happened in the book of Joshua. Just to give you background, I mean, this guy went into battles. God came and he said to Joshua, listen, Joshua, Moses is dead, okay? It's time for you to lead the people. So that's, that's big news, okay? So if I hear that, not, not so good news. Um, Gideon, this person has passed away. You are leading million-plus people. Awesome. You're going to take lead. You're going to help them to conquer a country and fulfill the promises I've given to my servant Moses. This is basically what God told Joshua. And I felt that sometimes when people preach on the book of Joshua, they, they give you certain things and elements about it, but there's so many things in the book that's left out. And I want you guys, I want to encourage you to go and read it as well. Towards the end of the book, it gets quite interesting because... It's chapter upon chapter on how God gave land to this person and to that person. And it's very specific. Give this land to this person. And I always thought, why is that there? But there's a reason. God's got a reason for everything. And He does things the way He does it to fulfill His purpose. So even in giving the land, in dividing the land to the people when they conquered, there was a reason for it and there was a purpose behind it. But I want to come back. You know, it, it feels like, I don't know, you guys watch movies as well, right? Yes. Okay, you're not that holy. You guys watch movies. You go, to, you go to the movies, hey? Okay. Sometimes we watch movies and we get, you know, you get to the ending and the movie finishes and you're like, is that it? You know? What, <laughs> what just happened? Do I need to fill in the blanks? I, I must be honest with you. That's not a fairy tale ending for me. I want to know this happened, this happened, and it's a happy life forever, whatever that story, what living happily ever after type of thing. Yeah. So sometimes it feels to me like in the book of Joshua that that's how we left. We, we left, we know everything about it, and then, but what then? Okay. So that's why I want to encourage you to go and read it for yourselves. But tonight, I want to focus on some things, because we know Moses died. We know that they had to cross the Jordan, just to give you some brief things that's happened. Um, Joshua's leading the Israelites. There's this thing that happened with Jericho. I'll get to that later. The sun stands still. All these things that happened, there was battles that they needed to face. And that's where I want to come in tonight. 2018. We're going to face, I know some of you personally, so I know there's battles that we're going to face in 2018. 
Mm, not. Okay. I'm facing battles in 2018. I know there's battles coming. Okay. How am I going to conquer this? So that's where I want to start tonight. I want to encourage you tonight the same way God encouraged me. And I pray that the word will come across clearly because there are battles that we're going to fight. There are things we're going to face. But I want to leave you with some points and some practical things that will help you. Okay, so we're going to start in Joshua 1 verse 5. If you have your Bibles or your apps or those things, you're welcome to turn to it. I'm going to just read Joshua 1. It starts, After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' aid, so Joshua was Moses' aid. He says, Moses' aid, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I'm about to give to them. To the Israelites, I will give you everything, every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Okay, going into the new year. Keep that in mind. Your territory will extend from the desert um, to, to Lebanon and from the great river to the Euphrates. All the Hittite country to the great sea on the west. No one will be able to stand up against you all the days of your life. No one will be able to stand up against you all the days of your life. That's a very good sentence. I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Goes on to say in verse 6. Yeah, listen to this. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their forefathers to give them. And again he says, be strong and very courageous. So the Lord's saying to you tonight, going into 2018, be strong and be very courageous. Okay? Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from the right or to the left, that you may be successful in what, what, wherever you go. So that's key for us tonight. Do not turn from the law of Moses, what he's given you. Do not turn from it to the left or to the right so that you may be successful wherever you go. Do not let this book of the law depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Now, we're not just talking about the Ten Commandments here, okay? We're talking about the book, the Bible, okay? Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Here it is again. Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. That's firstly what I want to emphasize tonight. The Lord said to Joshua, be strong, be courageous. How many times have we seen that in that scripture? How many times have he said, I command you to be strong, be courageous? If you can put yourself in there tonight, Gideon, the Lord's commanding you this year, 2018, to be strong and be courageous. And then what happened was, I felt that the Lord said, do not stop reading my word. Never, ever stop reading it. That's one of the keys for 2018. Don't depart from this law. Don't depart from the Bible. Make sure that you form a habit in this coming year of reading your Bible daily and making sure that that comes alive in you. Maybe you feel you're going into battles in the year. Or maybe you're still facing battles from 2017. I know that there's some people and myself, some battles that's still there. 
that we're still facing, that we still need to push through. But I want to say, God helped Joshua in all the battles, and that's where I want to come and encourage you, and he will help you as well. I'm thinking of in the Jericho scenario. They had to go and they had to march. God gave them clear direction. March around Jericho when they moved into the promised land. So they went and they did it. They had to do it seven times. For six times marching around it, they had to keep quiet. And only the guys in front, uh, the musical guys, they were the ones that were making a bit of noise. Okay, you can go and read up about it. But what's interesting, let's say on the third day, the guys get home to his wife. And she says, what did you do today? No, we walked around Jericho. Did you kill people? No, we just walked. Okay, did, what did you speak about? No, we kept quiet. We just walked. The fourth day, what did you do today? No, we just walked around Jericho. I think some of the wives, if they were clever, they would have picked up that the guys were supposed to keep quiet. If they were clever, they would have walked with him around. <laughs> and they can talk to them because the guys aren't allowed to talk back. They need to keep quiet. Okay, so that's just something funny I thought of. Because the guys never keep quiet when they, or their brains, they never keep quiet when their wives speak to them and then we say we don't hear our wives. So it's very funny. Anyway, on the seventh day, they walked around it. There was a loud shout and God came through for them and they conquered Jericho. Okay, so that's the first one. God helped them. Second one is what I thought of was sun stand still in Joshua 10. It speaks about it. When they were facing the, the, the um, enemy and it was this great battle and it was going on and Joshua said to the Lord, Lord, don't, I want to still kill all these people. <laughs> Help me, let the sun stand still. And God answered his prayer and the Bible says that never before and never again it happened that the sun stood still. God made the sun stand still and it was a great victory for them that day. Again, God, I'm showing you and I'm telling you, God will be with you in your battles. The other one I thought of, you know, our battles nowadays, and I just want to say this because here a lot of people died. Our battles nowadays, the Bible says, our battles aren't against flesh and blood, but against the principalities in the air. Okay? So when I fight there, when I win there, it will manifest in the physical realm. So my battles nowadays might not be um, killing someone, please. It's not a good idea. But the battle might be showing up for the battle at work. You might be without a job, and that's a battle you're facing. And how do I win this battle? Firstly, I win it in the spiritual realm. I need to be close to God. I need to be close to the Father in a prayer, in just spending time in His Word, spending, dwelling amongst my fellow believer friends. And in that place, I can go and then show up for an interview. I can send out my CV somewhere. That's the battle I'm facing. And I know that if God came through for Joshua in places like this, he will come through for you as well. In this one place that I read up on, he made, the Lord made hail drop from the sky. And on that day, God killed more people with hail than what the Israelites killed. It must have been very painful. But again, God showed up and he won the battle. And I want to encourage you tonight, whatever battles you're facing, Make sure that you take this to heart. Meditate on God's word day and night. What we need to do is we need to show up for these battles. We know God's going to come through for us. He's going to win this battle. He's going to win it for you. But I need to show up. I need to be there. The Israelites needed to be in all those battles. But when they showed up and trusted the Lord, he came through for them. So I want to encourage you tonight, whatever battles you are facing, God will help you. 
take courage for 2018. And then the one thing I feel when we're facing battles, a key, there's a lot of things that can help us, but a key in helping us in facing battles is prayer. And that's something I want to step into in the second part of my sermon and encourage you because this goes into the week of prayer and fasting. You see, when it comes to prayer, and I'm going to speak a bit on the story of Daniel. Daniel had a, I don't want to say, you can call it a habit, but Daniel, in the book of Daniel, it says he, he valued his prayer time. He prayed three times a day, every day, for years. We don't know how long, but he did it so long that what happened was the other guys that were giving advice to the king, King Darius, the other guys, they wanted to find fault in Daniel's life, and they couldn't find it anywhere because he was living properly. The only place they could find fault is, was in his prayer life because they knew that he was doing this three times a day, every day. So he had a habit. He had a value of a time of prayer. And what these guys did is they went to King Darius and they said, listen, because he's king, so they know that they can, you know, like rub a bit of butter around his mouth or something. They say, listen, you are king. For the next month, let the people pray to you and not to their gods because they knew this is a snare for Daniel. And what happened? The king said, oh yes, please, let people pray to me. That'll be awesome. And when Daniel heard that, what did he do? He prayed. He went into his room and he prayed. What he did every day. This is something he valued. He knew that God's got his back. He knew that God will come through for him. He just needs to keep on doing what he's doing and doing what's right. So he had a value in his prayer life. And then we know the rest of the story where, you know, they, they caught him out and they threw him in the lion's den and the lions didn't eat him. And those guys ended up being thrown to the lions. So I think praying is a key for us going into the new year to help us in our battles. And it's so interesting for me in the week of prayer and fasting, you know that when you form a habit, it takes about seven days. The week of prayer and fasting is roughly about seven days. Let's form a habit at the beginning of the year. I'm going to spend time with the Lord and I'm going to form this habit of prayer in my prayer life. Spending time with the Lord. Maybe there's something I need to let go to be able to pray more with the Lord in this week. Ask the Lord that He will show you. I just want to share a little bit of a testimony before I carry on. You know, with regards to prayer life. Um, a lot of you know last year when I was um, preaching and I, I shared a bit and I, you know that I spoke that my car was broken and a lot of things happened there. So coming into December, we, we had holiday. We weren't going anywhere. And um, I'll bring it to a point now. You'll understand. So we were in the car, and we were talking, and I said to my wife, I was having this real, like, way out thing. I said, for us to go on holiday, we need three, three main things. We need a reliable car, which we don't have. We need a beach house, which we don't have. And we need petrol money to get there, which we didn't have. Okay? So all three of these things need to fall in place. Then someone said to us, hey, we're going away. Can you please drive our car while we're gone? And they gave us their car, and it's a reliable car. And I'm like, wow. So I'm seeing this thing happening. There's something happening here, you know. So you, you must follow the threads in life, man. God, God starts doing something. You're like, sometimes we miss it. You know, God's doing something there, and I just carry on. But it's actually a miracle that's starting to happen. So I go to my family, and I, I used to be a schemer. I I'm not a schemer anymore. I used, I used to be a massive schemer. You know, you come up with schemes all the time. But what happened was, so I said to them, listen, we've got a car. Things are happening here. 
So then Olivia's aunt came and she stayed a bit with us from America and we were driving in the car and the Monday morning before the 23rd of December, someone phones me and, and um, it was my sister. She says, listen, someone blessed them with a house at the sea, a beach house. I'm like, wow, that's amazing. You know, I'm happy for them. And then she says, but it's big enough for you guys to join us. I'm like, wow, how cool is that? So here's the big thing. You can, you, you, you can have doubt because the car is in place, the beach house is in place, but we can't get there. But now we're driving in the car, and um, it's funny because Olivia is sitting on this side. After a while, I had them up in arms. She just said, this is between you and the Lord, because I'm like, I get so excited about things. You know, I get, I get really passionate about things. So I'm sitting there in the car, and um, Olivia is sitting next to me, and Aiden's there in the back, rock in the middle, and Auntie Rona on this side. And um, I say, guys, this is happening. We need to really pray. Yeah? Pray, fight the battle. You know, there's a battle in front of us. I've got doubt that God's going to give us the petrol money, you know. She didn't have doubt him. I already saw the miracle happening. And then I say to Rourke, will you pray for us that we can go on holiday? And he's like, yeah, I'll pray. So it's quiet in the car. And I'm like, are you going to pray? And he goes, what? Now? <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, now. So he prayed. And he had this, this little prayer of a nine-year-old and just prayed that God will give us the money and bless us so that we can go to the sea. That left there. That was the Tuesday morning. So we carry on with life. Thursday morning, 11.30. I won't forget the time. Someone says, here's the petrol money. You're going to the sea. And I was like, wow. Isn't that amazing? And it's just to show us that sometimes God starts doing a miracle in our lives and He's starting to work. You're facing a battle that's coming. And the key is to pray about it. Lord, I'm praying into this. Sometimes I've got doubt. Is this really going to happen? But if you think now how many things you've prayed for and how many people around you have been part of that miracle that God's done in your life. Someone might have just given you a word of encouragement, but it's exactly what you needed to hear because you prayed that that morning. Coming into the evening service, you know how, how amazing it is, how God works. We were in the pre-service prayer, and Udo asked the question. He said, why are you here? He asked that. And we need to ask ourselves those hard questions. Why am I here tonight? Why are we sitting in church? And I said to him, it's very interesting, after he spoke, I said, I was asking the exact same thing to my children in the car on the way here. Isn't it amazing how God works? Why do we go to church? It's not a negotiation. We go to church on a Sunday. And I could explain it to my kids. But it's amazing how God puts things together and we need to follow that. And if we do, if we're close to the Lord in our prayer life, we will hear Him. And we will see the threat when He starts doing things in our life. And you will find your purpose. You will find your calling. And you'll discover that this is actually God's will for my life. The boldness comes in being obedient with it. So tonight I want to close by going through the Lord's Prayer with all of you. I just want to get to that in my Bible. It's in Matthew 6 if you want to turn there. But I'm going to read it quickly because they say you read it quickly. It takes about 23 seconds to read or to say the Lord's Prayer. Matthew 6 verse 9 to 13 says the following. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. 
And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Going into the week of prayer and fasting, you know it goes quick. That was very quick when we read it. But I want to highlight some things, and you'll see how the, how the Lord's Prayer extends. Because the, the disciple says, Lord, how must we pray? And he says, this is how you pray. And he just said that. And it's amazing how Jesus said, Our Father who art in heaven. We start the Lord's Prayer, and we start our day wherever we start with the Lord by echoing, hallowed be your name. We acknowledge that he is Father. We need to know our identity in Christ and what Christ has done for us, that we can come boldly before the Father and say, my Father, my Father, hallowed be your name. And then we carry on in verse, verse 11. It speaks about our daily bread and an un unmistakable reminder that we depend on God for everything. We were created in a way that we would depend on God. Give us today our daily bread. We need to get to a place of surrendering to the Lord completely and saying, Lord, I am dependent on you for everything. Thank you for this salary, but I know that you are my source and not my company. Thank you for this. I know you are my source in everything I do. We need to get to that place of depending on the Lord. Verse 12, it speaks of debt. And it's very interesting when I was reading up about debt and just you know, going through a little thing about the Lord's Prayer. In those days, very interesting, what happened was they, they said that, when I, when I read it, that the, the Roman times, at that time, the Romans, the, the prisons, were more full of people owing debt than actual criminals. Because they said, if you have debt, you are imprisoned. They, that, that was so hectic for them. Nowadays, I mean, how many of us got credit? I don't have. Sorry, I can't put up my hand. How many of us have got credit cards? You know, how many of us have got debt? How many of us owe something? Nowadays, it's common. But in those days, for the Roman guys, it wasn't. They jailed you if you were in debt. And it was so much so that they executed the people. They said, this is the date we're going to execute you. And your family and friends had to do everything to clear your debt so that you are debt-free. So now coming from that and saying, forgive me my debt as I forgive my debtors. Isn't that amazing? Debt is a serious thing. If I forgive someone, then I must, you know, if I ask forgiveness, I must also forgive the people that owe me. Then verse 13, temptation. It reminds us that we cannot resist temptation on ourselves. It says here, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. We must ask, I want to ask this tonight. What is your temptation tonight? What is tempting you? And I want to ask you, say, Lord, help me not to be tempted. It again shows us that we need to be dependent on the Lord. I cannot resist my temptation on my own. I need to turn to the Lord. So what I find in the Lord's Prayer is a lot of turning to the Lord and coming face to face with the Father, saying, Lord, here I am. I am so dependent on you for this. I'm dependent on you for this, but hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. It becomes deep. So I want to end tonight. And um, I'm not going to ask us to stand. But I felt the Lord said I must do this with you guys. As we go into this time, the week of prayer and fasting, and into this year, those battles that you face, man, go and say, Lord, 
prayerfully go through them. Lord, how can you help me? I want your help in this. I'm surrendering everything to you, including this battle. And see the Lord come through for you in victory. So I just want you to sit there. Keep your eyes closed. Maybe everybody can close their eyes. I'm going to say the Father's Prayer, the Lord's Prayer. And then I, I'm going to ask you to think about certain things as we go through it. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. What are the areas that you feel right now is it where God's kingdom needs to come in your life? You don't have to say it out loud, but I want you to think of it and acknowledge that. Where does God's kingdom need to come in your life? Give us today our daily bread. While you're sitting there, I want you to think, what is it that you need right now? There is that scripture that God will provide everything you need according to His riches and glory. What is it that you need? And I want to challenge you not just with finances. Because the first thing that comes to mind when I think I need something, Lord, I need is finance. But I want to challenge you. Maybe it's something different. Stretch your minds. Give us our daily bread. Lord, I'm dependent on you for this. Forgive us our debts as we've forgiven those who have debt against us. In your mind right now, firstly ask the Lord to forgive you. What is it you need forgiveness for? You will know deep in your heart. That scripture that says, search my heart, O Lord. Search now with the Lord what is inside. Forgive yourself. Ask forgiveness. And then think of people that you might need to forgive. And just say, Lord, I forgive this person. I forgive that person. God wants to set people free tonight of unforgiveness in their hearts. Thank you, Lord. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. What is the temptation in your life tonight? That you know this thing tempts you almost every day. Bring that before the Lord. But not just that. Say, Lord, help me to overcome this temptation. Deliver me from the evil one. Because it's him that's bringing the, that temptation to you. And while we're sitting like that, Lord, in this space, in this time, Holy Spirit, I pray now that you will come. It's not just the Lord's prayer. Lord, I pray that everybody will experience a face-to-face -face time with you. I pray, Lord Jesus, that as we go into this time of week of prayer and fasting, that it won't just be this week, but this will be 2018. 2018 will be known for the year where our hearts came closer to the Father's heart, where we experienced your presence, Lord, 
where we saw you overcome battles that we know that we never would have won. Father, I pray that as the people go out tonight, that they will in this week experience your kindness, that they will experience your tender, loving touch in their lives, that you will fill them with your spirit continuously, daily. And if there's battles that they need to fight, Lord, I pray that you will give them boldness to show up for that battle. But I pray, Lord, that you will send people around them to help them face the battles. I pray that the people will have you know, just, just the courage to show up, but to do that in surrendering to you, knowing that we cannot do these things on ourselves. I pray that you'll bless your people as they go, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. As you go out, you are welcome to go to the function hall and check out everything they've got there with a week of prayer and fasting. Please go and spend some time with the Lord. Use this week to form good, proper habits. Amen. Have a great week, everybody. Cheers.